What is up, guys? It's your boy, Odie Boy, coming back at you again from the compartment for season, not season, episode 10, season 1 of the Odie Boy Random Show. Now, it is 8.37 p.m. here in a beautiful Wilmington, North Carolina. Then let's get it. Now, you guys just heard the song Water by Ugly God. And I did not play that song for no good reason. Because your boy Odie Boy needs to tell you about his favorite water. Now, if you live in Wilmington or anywhere on the Cape Fear River, you know that we have this horrible thing called Gen X in our water. And... Fuck you, DuPont. I hate you almost as much as I hate ISIS, China, and Weesnaw in that order. So fuck you. You're in the top four. Stop putting fucking Teflon coating juice in our water. I only want to eat Teflon coating. I don't want to drink it, okay? If you guys live in the area affected by Gen X, I'm surprised there's so many people that really don't give two shits about it. But you guys need to go watch the documentary called The Devil We Know because it's about the same thing. Um, DuPont had a factory in West Virginia on the Ohio River and they dumped these chemicals in the river for like 50 years and all these people have cancer and birth defects and a bunch of other ailments and they believe it's attributed to the the chemicals these PFOS or PFOA chemicals that the is a byproduct of Teflon coating production so anyways there's a new water that I've been drinking I've actually been drinking it for about a year now but it's called the Mountain Valley Spring Water and let me tell you what fam when I go to the grocery store and I load up on some Gatorade and some Mountain Dew and some brewskis and I and then water Dude, the first thing, honestly, I want to drink once it gets cold is the water. Like, fuck the brewskis, fuck the Gatorade, fuck the Mountain Dew. I want to drink the water because it's that damn good. Now, if you know your boy, Odie Boy, he does not eat very healthy. So if he's drinking water, it's got to be some good fucking water here, fam. So it's called the Mountain Valley Spring Water. And it's from the um, Washita Mountains in Arkansas. And it is the original premium spring water of America. And it's been bottled since 1871 and most importantly it has 69 calciums in it. So if it has 69 of anything then it's pretty fucking good unless it has 69 Gen X's, 69 Wes's, 69 terrorists or 69 Chinas. Then those are bad 69s, but all other 69s are good. But anyways, guys, I really had to give a shout out to the Mountain Valley Spring Water for keeping me alive out here in this tainted water area. And it has a pretty badass old timey bottle. Like, honestly, when your boy Odie Boy was grinding on that Red Dead Redemption shit, buying stuff at the trading post, I felt a little bit like I was in Red Dead Redemption, almost like I was Arthur uh, while I was drinking my... Uh, Mountain Valley Spring Water because it's in like a old timey green bottle and they're pretty big they're like a liters. Um, man, guys, I just couldn't hold back. I had to take a sip, but 
they're a little expensive. They're like three or four dollars. So whenever I buy them, I use my mom's credit card. Um, sorry, mom, but uh, I'm staying alive. So that's what's the most important. You don't want me to end up with birth defected children. Um, so the next topic we're going to go into here on the OD Boy Random Show is the World Series and the fact that the Washington Nationals won last night. Um, so that was a pretty big deal for Washington. That was their first ever win as the Washington Nationals in the World Series. Now, everyone says it's like their first win as a franchise, but if you guys don't know, the Washington Nationals were the Montreal Expos until moving to Washington after the 2004 season. So technically, they've been around longer than they'd like to lead on. Um, now, I think it's funny, too. Um, the World's Fair was held in Montreal back in the late 60s, early 70s. And they built the stadium that the Montreal Expos played in for the World's Fair, which is part of the reason why Montreal got an NF- or NFL MLB franchise. But if you guys don't know that, like, the World's Fair is usually called, they usually call it, like, an expo. So the Montreal Expos are named after a fucking fair. Like, let that sink in, all you Canadian, French-speaking fucks. You named your team after a fair? Like, why don't we just, like, get a major league team here in Raleigh and call them the fucking funnel cakes or the turkey legs? Like, that's retarded, fam. So, anyways, you don't... Montreal, you don't deserve a baseball team. Fuck you. Um, Let's see. Your boy, Odie, he, he, he... He made a list for today's show. Now, your boy Odie needs to give a shout-out to your boy D-Land, who was on the Odie Boy Random Show yesterday, who gave us plenty of great NBA commentary, amongst other things. And hopefully we will have D-Land on the Odie Boy Random Show again. Now, you guys know the weekend is coming, and your boy Odie Boy is going to have some guests, plural, on the Odie Boy Random Show, hopefully coming up this weekend. And my my boy Hunter, I don't want to spoil it, said that he may come over and record after Beer Fest. So we'll see how sloshed he is. And that would be pretty awesome in the second drunk guest on the Odie Boy Random Show. Because me and your boy C-Labe did hit him up on SoundCloud at C-Labe at Sideways 5. Did get a little uh, swifty here right before filming or recording our show last Friday night. Which happens to be the best Odie Boy Random Show to date so maybe there's a secret sauce there um in recording the Odie boy random show now i did see on anchor i got a new follower and you record sports but i don't remember your name so thank you you're not a Odie boy og so you don't you're not going to get that love when Odie boy makes it big but you're pretty close so uh, whoever you are, thank you for listening to the Odie Boy Random Show, and keep on podcasting, man. I was scrolling through your shit, and you put out like 10 podcasts in one day. Do you just sit around all day and record podcasts? I don't know. Let your Odie Boy know. But anyways, I wanted to talk about, um, you know, you guys know I'm a, I'm a college student, and I was uh, corresponding with some of my peers today and just our overall dissatisfaction dissatisfaction not satisfaction with the college of education here at our college um if any of you guys have been in college hold on guys i'm sorry i just cannot get enough of the washita mountain water 
the Washington Mountains, that's where I'm moving, and I'm going to drink all their water. Um, but, yeah, your boy Odie and your boy, uh, your boys, let's just put it that way. I don't know if they want their dissatisfaction um, put out on the show. But shout out to your boy for uh, suggesting me talking about this on the show. If any of my listeners uh, go to school at UNCW and went through the education department, please, please hit up your boy Odie and tell me about your experience in the department because back in high school, I read a lot about our department and based my decision to go to the school off of how great the department was for being a smaller school. And I do have to say... The class size is small, which is nice because it's a easier uh, experience to like ask questions and stuff. But I have nothing to compare that to. So if you guys go to a bigger school and are in the education department, are the class sizes small or are they large? Let your boy Odie know. And maybe we can compare someday our experiences. But overall, guys, unfortunately, my experience has been a negative one. As is this experience for my colleagues that I have been corresponding with. And unfortunately, some of my classmates from other classes that have gone through the same program as I am going through right now. It's unfortunate. It's a disappointment. And overall, 0 out of 10, Bobo as fuck, not Moot Gang. And I am extremely pissed that I have spent uh, almost $40,000 on what I consider a substandard education. And honestly, when I sit in class, I have no clue why the fuck I'm even there. Because it makes no sense. But the only good thing your boy Odie has got going for him is the fact that he is in an internship with probably the most moot gang teacher with the most clout who is not bobo as fuck and has drip. Who teaches your boy Odie how to be the best Odie boy that he can be twice a week. So shout out to my partnership teacher fam. I'm not going to say his name. But he is the best teacher ever. And look, being a student for as long as I have. And being around schools as long as I have. I really mean that. He is awesome. His students like him. We need to make this guy president of all the schools. So anyways, your boy Odie Boy's got to show some love there. At least my my partnership internship teacher has moot. Um, So I was going to go into prank calling after this. That's going to be the newest Odie Boy random show um, tradition. But unfortunately, I am not a premium member on um, Prank Dial or uh, Prank Owl. And I have about an hour and 11 minutes until I can prank call somebody again. But what I'm going to do, fam, is record another segment and insert that after this one. Because your boy Odie is not well versed in editing. And I don't know how to, to weave that segment into the middle of this segment without starting and stopping segments and your boy Odie does not want to do that because this shit's a really not a stopwatch and this shit don't ever stop okay fam so we're gonna um, move prank dial to the end of the show and hopefully I can make it as seamless as possible but the next thing your boy Odie boys gotta talk about is Big Mac review 
Big Mac review is coming up tomorrow. Thursday is Big Mac review day. Now, don't hold me to that, fam, because your boy Odie may do Big Mac review on other days. But um, your boy Odie also identified at least like 15, or I think it was like 12, uh, McD's within a certain 15-mile radius of the compartment. So I'm going to have Odie Boy Big Mac reviews for a while. And when I go home, um, I'm going to have to find a way to sneak out and record if I record so that my family doesn't know that I make these. So your boy Odie will be hitting up some local McDonald's to Odie Boy's hometown when he goes home for Thanksgiving and when he goes home for winter break. So I think we'll have at least three or four months of Big Mac reviews. And whether or not the Odie Boy Random Show lasts that long, I don't know, fam. But we got plenty of Big Macs to eat here in the next upcoming months. Um, So tomorrow, I will be hitting up the McDonald's on South College in Wilmington, the one that's right by UNCW campus. And from what I heard from your boy C-Labe, hit him up up on SoundCloud at C-Labe at Sideways 5, that uh, McDonald's is not a promising one because your boy C-Labe, hit him up on SoundCloud at C-Labe at Sideways 5, is a veteran McDonald's worker and said that when he went there that they had no moot and they were bobo as fuck and didn't know what the hell was going on. Pretty similar to UNCW, honestly, so maybe there's a correlation there. But anyways... I don't have high expectations. I don't know if it's going to top the 4 out of 10 from the one in Rocky Point on Highway 210. But we will see tomorrow, fam. And hopefully it does because I'm sick of spending money on shitty food. So, uh, in other news about Big Macs, um, your boy Odie Boy asked your boy C-Labe, hit him up on SoundCloud at C-Labe at Sideways 5, how a Big Mac is made. And it's actually pretty interesting because the paper box that the Big Mac comes in is as much of a part of the Big Mac process as any other part of the Big Mac. And I did not realize this because the reason why the box is like a clamshell and it's a paper box, whereas most other things at McDonald's come from um, a wrapper, is that the the workers will put one half of the Big Mac in one side of the box and they put the other half of the Big Mac in the other side of the box. So they'll put like the top bun and the bottom bun um, in each each part of the box and then they'll stack on all like the patties and the secret sauce and the lettuce and the onions and the pickles and, and everything and then they'll close the box and then it all goes together as one sandwich so instead of stacking everything up one by one they're able to multitask so that was a very interesting uh, tidbit there thank you C-Labes hit him up on SoundCloud at C-Labe at Sideways 5 on how a Big Mac is made and also if you guys have ever eaten a double quarter pounder or any like some of the nicer sandwiches that McDonald's puts out, you they have like a different meat than they do at McDonald's. And your boy C Labe, him up on SoundCloud at C Labe at Sideways Five, explained to your boy Odie Boy that the the meat that they use in like the quarter pounders, like it's like the thicker meat, um, much like your boy Odie Boy's meat, um, is 
the, their fresh never frozen stuff because Wendy's was calling them out on Twitter a few years back. So if you guys ever wondered why the meat is different than let's say in like a normal double cheeseburger or a Happy Meal or a Big Mac, it's because the Big Mac and the other sandwiches uses the old shitty frozen meat and i guess your boy Odie boy never really bothered to look at what is in a big mac but when your boy Odie boy took a glance at the schmeat that was in the big mac it was thin as fuck it was tiny it was like a micro penis of of meat and it was overall like zero out of ten so anyways hopefully tomorrow's big mac review will be a positive one and it will be the big best big mac review we have so far on the Odie boy random show so just uh remember um the the rocky point location got a four out of ten let's hope the south college location gets at least a five so anyways your boy Odie boy um like he said if last week works at enterprise rent a car and today i got the pleasure of driving a volvo xc90 suv and if you don't know what that is it's just basically an suv made by volvo but it's the first car that i've driven that has the the self parallel parking feature and that I've actually been able to try out because there's other cars your boy Odie Boy's driven that have it, but we had nothing going on and the car was being deleted from our fleet, which means that it has enough miles on it that we're going to sell it. So when that happens, your boy Odie Boy goes out there and cleans the car and we have a special parking lot we put it in and then other people come and get it and then it gets shipped to another department of our work. Um, but it's your boy Odie Boy's job to make sure that all of those cars are ready to be shipped out for sale. Um, so today I was uh my lot was pretty empty and I lined up two cars with enough space to parallel park the Volvo and if you have your boy Odie boy on Snapchat you saw it on there but the Volvo did a terrible job and every time I tried to parallel park it kept trying to ram itself into a Nissan Murano and your boy Odie had to take over the wheel here, like Jesus take the wheel, Odie take the wheel, and take over control of the Volvo because it was going on like full Jeffrey Dahmer trying to eat and rape a Nissan Murano. Um, so I ended up trying to parallel park like for the seventh time. And it wasn't going to hit the Murano, but I wanted to see what it would do. In this car, instead of parallel parking, per- perpendicular parked. And there was a curb. So basically, guys, this car, instead of backing into the space and then straightening it out, it just kept cutting the wheels to the right and backed perpendicular to the Nissan Murano, jumped the curb, and ran itself into a bush. So, if you're one of those Swedish fucks over there at Volvo, you need to make your fucking parallel parking thing work. Because it took this car 12 tries to to actually parallel park. And it could have eaten a Nissan Murano and it ran into a bush. So, if you guys buy a Volvo XC90 and it has the self-parallel parking feature, do not use it or please use it with caution. And that is your tip of advice today on the Odie Boy Random Show um, so next thing we want to get into, I guess I'm going to tell a story. I think this is going to be like a new, um, theme of the Odie Boy Random Show. I think telling a story every day until I run out of stories will be a good thing. Um, and unfortunately your boy Odie Boy does not have any more C-Lape tracks to play for you. So we're going to talk about the time that your boy Odie Boy sank a boat. 
Um, so this was... Hold on, let me get some Watauga Mountains or the fuck this shit is. It is so goddamn good. Um, so your boy Odie, uh, three or four summers ago, worked at a summer camp. And back at home, your boy Odie lives like a couple miles from a lake. And it's probably like the dirtiest lake in North Carolina, honestly. It's like full of tires and stuff. But what lake in North Carolina is even clean? Like, people here don't fucking respect the waters. They dump fucking Gen X in them. Fuck you, DuPont. They put fucking tires and baby diapers in there. Like, one time I was fishing at the lake, and there was this family fishing next to me, and they had a kid. Uh, they were, like, they were like Hispanic, and the kid was, like, dancing around, and it went up to the mom. It was, like, two, and it was, like, caca, caca, or some shit, and the mom took the little fucker's diaper off. And, like, held it all, like, Nacho Libre contorted over the water and just let it deuce into the fucking lake. Like, this little baby did a direct deposit right into the lake, right next to where I was fishing. And that shit was so rank that the catfish didn't even even eat it. And then the mom didn't even wipe her kid's ass, and she's, like, put the diaper back on it. Like, that kid is gonna get a chafed ass from its poop-covered cheeks rubbing together. Like, that was terrible parenting. But anyway, your boy Odie Boy was working at the poop lake full of tires and shit. And I worked at a summer camp, and it was like some janky-ass shit. Like, I felt so bad for the people that went there, because it was super expensive. But, like, this was inevitable, guys. Like, our equipment, like, like later on when I didn't work there, one of the motors fell off one of the boats. Um, I was driving a van, and, like, the transmission went out with, like, 14 kids in it. Like, this, this was some janky-ass shit. Like, it was supposed to be a farm, and we didn't even have a tractor. Like, we had a wheelbarrow, and that was it, and a minivan. And the minivan didn't have any doors or anything on it, so we would, like, use it like a truck. Like, it was bobo as fuck. But, anyways, um, your boy Odie was driving the boat, and your boy Odie's pretty familiar with Jordan Lake. And if you guys aren't familiar with Jordan Lake, Jordan Lake is a non-navigable body of water, which means technically you cannot navigate from north to south, because that's the way the lake faces, um without obstruction so when they built the lake the army corps of engineers left swaths of trees that became submerged so that fish would have a place to live and what has happened over the years is the trees have broken off at water level um, because everything below the water was was preserved and everything above the water was left to the to the air and they basically have snapped off over like the last 10 years and that has left a lot of areas, especially when the water's a little bit high, it leaves a lot of areas um, looking like it's like a great place to go skiing, but there's trees underneath the, the surface of the water. So um, a couple years ago, we had like pretty epic rains, which raised the lake level pretty far, which further submerged more trees. And Dude, the person above me is, like, fucking stomping. Like, fucking Bigfoot lives above me or some shit. But, um, your boy Odie was driving the boat, and he knew this area had trees in it. But your boy Odie's boss, like, wouldn't believe it. And he was like, hey, take the kids over there and, like, go tubing. And I was like, yo, boss, like, 
there's fucking trees over there, but the water was up like four foot. So like we weren't gonna hit the trees, but it still probably wasn't the best idea. But your boy Odie did it anyways, cause the the lake was real high and it was fine. Well, over the course of the next week, the lake had dropped by almost four foot back down to normal level, and the trees were like right under the surface of the lake. Well, we went back to the same spot, and the Odie's boss was like, Hey, Odie, go out there and tube. And I was like, Are you sure about this, fam? I'm pretty sure there's trees over there. And he was like, No, fam, you Gucci. Well, he's fucking wrong. And your boy Odie was tearing it up in the pontoon boat going at least like 12 miles an hour. And he fucking hits a tree in the lake. And I had like four kids on the boat. Well, when I hit the tree, I heard an explosion. And then a... You know, like a like really bad noise, and I look, and if if a pontoon on a pontoon boat is the big shiny long thing that looks like a schlong that runs under each side, and basically it is shaped like a like a soda can. So I'm uh, holding a soda can right now, and you know how the end. God damn it, the air conditioning's coming on. Fuck you. I hate you almost as much as terrorists, but. Um, think of it as like um, a soda can or like a like a can of soup, um, and the ends the of the can are flat, like straight up and down, and they're parallel. And when your boy Odie hit the log, it hit right in front of the flat spot. So it hit on the barrel of the, the, the can. So if you're looking at a can, like a 12-ounce can, towards the bottom on the front, it'll say 12 fluid ounces, if that's a good point of reference. Essentially, the tree struck right there. And when it did, it drug, it created a dent and drug all the way down to the cap. And when it did that, it ripped the cap off the pontoon and was letting water flood in. And we were told that these pontoons had been chambered, so they they have different air pot like there's a there's a a wall on the inside and there's three chambers in there and four out of the six chambers have to be completely full in order for the boat to capsize or sink. Well, that was fucking wrong. There weren't no fucking chambers in there, and the thing started gargling and spitting everywhere. Hold on, gotta get some water. It started gargling and spitting everywhere, and I felt that fucker going down. So I was like, hey, kids, uh, let's all jump on the tube real fast. And I got the kids off the boat, and this thing's starting to fucking tip over. And I got the other counselor off the boat, and the motor was still running. And I was about 200 yards from shore, and I gave that little fucking 90 horsepower Yamaha engine all it fucking had. And your boy Odie was able to get the boat up on a plane, which means it kind of gets up higher out of the water. And the the pontoon, um, the cap was dragging. It didn't come off all the way. And it was we were high enough out of the water that the water started coming out of the pontoon. And basically, your boy Odie just ran this bitch ashore and beached it like a fucking whale. And... It could have been really bad, honestly. Like, your boy Odie's got great uh, fight, fight or flight response. And my first response was to fight this bitch. 
and we got her on shore and everyone's cell phones were safe but after your boy Odie almost sank the boat the the owner was like oh your boy Odie like it's not your fault fam like your boy Odie boy felt real bad but he was like it's not your fault fam and as long as the water didn't get up in the engine and we didn't lose the boat like we're gonna be okay because we welded the cap uh, on, up on the pontoon that night and we had the boat back in service the next day so it really wasn't like that big of a deal the problem was is we were like a, about a one nautical mile away from the boat ramp and Odie's boss was going to call um, the towing company that sea tow that's out there on the lake to come use lifting bags which are basically just big airbags to put under the boat and just so we can get it onto our trailer well they said we take your insurance information and we bill your insurance and my boss didn't want to do that because that would look pretty bad for his insurance so he was like all right fam we're gonna have to do this ourselves and what we did it was honestly some like redneck ingenuity we took some 50 gallon drums that were plastic and we shoved them under the stern of the boat to get it up out of the water a little bit and then we took a bunch of paddle boards and shoved them underneath the 50 gallon drums to stop them from going out and then we took uh ratchet straps like these real heavy duty ratchet straps and we had two other pontoons and we got the 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 boat that was sinking we got it floating enough to get it out into open water and we basically basically created a sling from uh one boat to the other and put the sinking boat in the middle and ratcheted that bitch down and got it high enough out of the water that we were able to, to to transport it to the boat ramp and then guided it onto the trailer. It was the most beautiful thing your boy Odie has ever seen. And then we got it back to the camp and your boy Odie and uh, your boy, uh, whoever his name is, uh, we fucking got that bitch patched up and we got that fucker back out on the water the next day to have some fun. So, you know, that was the time your boy Odie boy may or may not have sank the boat like the fucking Titanic. And I'm glad it didn't go down because your boy Odie probably would have ended up on the news. But, and all the kids were asking like, what happened? And we told the kids that the boats always had like submarine mode just in case we might sink and we told them that hey it got stuck halfway between submarine mode and boat mode and they all believed it it was awesome so that was the story about the time your boy Odie boy almost sank a boat and then he's got to talk about the time that he got his head stuck in the bleachers at a high school basketball game so when your boy Odie was like three or four he went to a basketball game with his cousins in Ohio which is like the worst fucking place on earth and my uncle took us to the game well he's like really into sports so he wasn't paying attention to like a bunch of three-year-olds and we had gotten some raffle tickets before the game and then and we didn't know what the fuck they were so we were ripping them off and we were throwing them from the top of the bleachers like like you know when you're sitting on bleachers there's like a gap you know like where the um near like the ground and we were throwing the raffle tickets on the ground and watching them fall down well Uh, They announced that they were about to do the raffle, and we were like, oh, fuck, because my uncle was like, where's the fucking raffle tickets? And we're like, we threw them on the ground, and he just kind of walked away. I don't think he really gave a shit. And we were like, well, let's go get them. Well, we weren't allowed to leave the bleachers and go underneath them. So your boy Odie's like, hey, I'm going to, like, slither down into this little, uh, not a crack, it's like an opening. So basically where your ass goes and where your feet go aren't connected, 
And you know when you climb a set of stairs, it, it's flat and then it goes up and then it's flat again? On bleachers, the up part, there's nothing there. So your boy Odie tried to wiggle his body through the up part. And since he was three, uh, he made it through, but he was on the top set of bleachers. Well, if you guys know your boy Odie boy, he's got an abnormally large head. And he definitely had an abnormally large head at three years old. So your boy Odie's body made it through the bleachers, but his head got stuck. So I was just dangling there by my jaw, basically. And I started wigging out, and my cousins just ran away. Like, just fucking ran away. There was no one around us. And about, it seemed like an eternity later, but it was probably only like two or three minutes. Uh, your boy, Odie Boy's uncle, Todd Father, H, a.k.a. Drip God, a.k.a. Moot Gang, a.k.a. Not Bobo as Fuck, and a.k.a. Doesn't Know What Ratchet Means, um, came in and saved your boy, Odie Boy. So that's the time your boy, Odie Boy, got his head stuck in the bleachers at a high school basketball game in Ohio. And then, uh, I can't believe I haven't shared this before on the Odie Boy Random Show, but your boy Odie's got to talk about Lester. Now, Lester is this weird, creepy African-American doll that there was like a TV show or movies or something back in like the 70s. And there was a ventriloquist doll named Lester. And like, let me tell you, fam, like this thing is creepy as fuck. But Lester um, was sold as a toy for children shortly after this TV show or movie was made. And somehow, your boy Odie Boy's cousin received a Lester in a white elephant gift exchange back in high school. And like I've already said, most of Odie Boy's cousins were all about the same age. And one year at Christmas... uh, we they brought my cousin Dale brought uh Lester and we had like a ball with this little dude like we brought him everywhere and somehow I don't remember how but Odie boy ended up with Lester and that just kind of became a tradition we would pass Lester around and anytime we went on a family vacation we would bring Lester with us so your boy Odie had Lester down in Apex for a while when he was in high school and took Lester places and did stuff with him. And then your boy Odie brought Lester on the cruise that your boy Odie boy's grandpa got naked in the public bathroom on. And where our cruise was, if you've ever been on a cruise, they, the middle of the ship is always called the promenade. And the way that our ship was set up is the first floor of the promenade had shops. And then, like, the second, third, fourth, and fifth floor had, like, the little rooms. So our room's window overlooked the promenade, and there was a, a bridge on the promenade. So next to our room, there was, like, a, a door that only maids could go into. And then the door led to a bridge that crossed over the promenade onto the other side of the ship so that the maids didn't have to uh, push their carts and stuff like across the main part where all the the people are kind of like how disney world does it well for some reason um the characters of shrek were like the guest like entertainers on the ship so like during the week we saw like donkey and like princess fiona and shrek costumes like like workers dressed up in them like waving at kids and shit 
And halfway through the week, they were doing a Shrek show on that little bridge. Well, your boy Odie and his cousins became like local celebrities on the ship. And we knew when the show was going on. So what we did is um, when when the the Shrek people came out to do their dance, we held Lester in our window but we did it like kind of like a ventriloquist doll where you didn't see us. So like, like imagine like all these Shrek characters dancing, and then right next to them is this creepy pantless black doll, like just vibing in the window. And honestly, like, cause they had been hyping this shit up like the whole cruise. Like there was probably like a good fifty, sixty people on the promenade watching, and mainly people with little kids. And by the end of it, everyone was watching your boy Lester while your boy Odie boy had him throwing his ass in a circle, um, for Shrek. And so, anyways, after Lester made it to foreign land. Um, in the Bahamas and St. Martin and St. Thomas, he flew back home on an airplane to Ohio and my cousins took him to Ohio State he made it on a national snapchat story for college game day and then my cousin Josh took him to um his Christian college and proceeded to fucking bust his face at the Christian college apparently they do not take kind to the African Americans at Christian college because Lester was there for like five goddamn minutes and people fucking broke him but now Lester is back in safe hands, and he was with your boy Odie's little sister at NC State. Uh, Lester went with us to the lake house. He experienced the charred hamburgers. And honestly, he is a staple of the Odie boy fam. So if I get Lester back, I will do an Odie boy episode with Lester um, one of these days. Now, your boy Odie has recorded for about 40 minutes, and your boy Odie boy has about 45 minutes left until prank calling uh, resumes. So, this will be the end of the first segment on the Odie boy random show, and he will be back at you with prank calls. What is up, guys? It's your boy Odie boy back with the second segment of today's edition of the Odie boy random show. So I said we are going to be doing some prank calling today, so let's get at it. Now, your girl Hannah wanted your boy Odie Boy to call her out on the Odie Boy Random Show, so this is your call out, Hannah. So if you listen to this point of the Odie Boy Random Show, hit me up when you hear this. So anyways, I am going to prank call this old lady. Me and my friends used to prank call all the time in high school. And let's say, fam, she is a treat. So hopefully she is not in bed, but we will see what happens. All right, we are calling now. picked up. Yeah, hey, is this Ann? You there? Hello? You there? So you the one who hit my car? Well, you left your phone number on my windshield. 
Let me guess. You drive a blue car? Listen, B, you scratched the side of my car. There's blue paint all over it. Yo, don't lie to me. All right, guys, uh, let's listen to that again. It sounds like she never answered. Hello? Ja, hey, is this Ann? You there? Yeah, it sounds like she never actually answered, but for some reason it, like, didn't play. So it, let's prank call... Your boy Dylan, because he was on the Odie Boy show yesterday, and we've got to give him a prank call. Um, let's do. All right, we're gonna customize this prank to make it really believable. So we got to put in Dylan and he drives a silver car. We're going to do silver paint and let's do who's your you got triple A or no not triple A you got you got all state. Don't make me call the North Carolina DMV on you. Alright. And then... Update. And then we're gonna call Dylan. Hopefully he freaking picks up. Dude, send, you dumbass computer. Why isn't it working? Alright guys, your boy Odie's got to refresh this shit because it ain't working. Um, crap, I gotta get Dylan's phone number back up here. Sorry guys, this is gonna take a while. You can blame my Dell computer. Probably made in China by the communist. Probably the same people who make shoes for the NBA. Silver car. And who's you got, Geico? And then oh, you said you stupid or something. Uh, we gotta do North Carolina. And then, alright, hopefully this works. Alright, it's gonna work this time. Hopefully. Hopefully, fam. Yes.
Oh, damn it, it went to voicemail. Well, Dylan, we're calling you again. Oh, Dylan, you were on the show yesterday, and you were all about the prank call, but then we called you, and you didn't fucking answer. Alright, we're gonna go to Prank Owl. Fuck it, I'm gonna use all my tokens today. So, we are gonna do the illegal... No. We're gonna do... (laughs) Um... The STD notification. (laughs) And we gotta find a contact in my phone. Um, that I know was gonna answer. So, um. Oh, who should I call? I'm gonna call my friend Bennett. Um, because he would probably pick up the phone. I'm going to do a random number. Alright. Let's see what happens now. Unfortunately, guys, this one, when it calls, it doesn't play in real time. So you have to play it after. Um, so it's it's going right now. It hasn't called. It's dialing. So. Hopefully. Oh. Okay. It's detecting whether it's a machine or a human. And. Oh. Answering machine detected. See guys. This is what happens when. Um. Your boy starts calling people. Uh. At 1030 at night. So, oh, let's see, let's see, somebody that would be awake right now, um, let's call your boy C-Labe, hit him up on SoundCloud at C-Labe at Sideways 5, so we're gonna hit up C-Labe right now, we're gonna do the, um, pizza order one because that got Munson yesterday um let's type it in Caleb and let's do an area code Hopefully it is about to go. Caleb, please answer your phone or this is going to be a complete failure of a segment here on the Odie Boy Random Show. So the number is dialing and 
hopefully your boy C-Labe hit him up on SoundCloud at C-Labe at Sideways 5. Picks up his phone. If not, if we can't get any quality content, then we are going to call your boy Hunter. Because Hunter stays up late and hopefully Hunter um, answers. Damn it, Caleb didn't answer either. So we are going to call um, your boy Hunter with um, uh, the STD one. Because that one's kind of funny. So let me get Hunter's phone number pulled up real fast. Um, I'm really sad that Ann didn't answer. She always answers her phone. Well, she did answer, but it... um, It, like, was weird. So, let's get a number with our area code. Okay. And we're going to start the prank. Guys, if this doesn't work, then then I don't know what else. The only good thing is that I have... Um, I have two free calls left oh oh your boy hunter answered the phone ah he's talking it's been 12 seconds it's 19 seconds Uh, (laughs) oh oh god he's still going Man, I wish we could listen to this in real time. But we're going to have to listen to it afterwards. Alright. It was... Okay, it's still going, apparently. Allegedly. Alright. It looks like it was successful. So we're going to listen to the thing and see what it does. Hunter Estes. You're receiving this available. call because a previous partner would like to inform tone, you about a possible STD When you finish infection. recording, you may hang up or press one for more Oh, that's some fucking to bullshit, fam. Uh, fucking, uh. It got his. Damn, goddamn air conditioning. It got his voicemail. Um. That sucks. Let's do, uh, um, let's do the all-time best, and, uh, pizza order one, um, what, what do you want, Hannah? My phone's being retardation, hold on, everything is blue. Let's see what your girl Hannah has to say before we do the next next call. Oh, it went away. Let me let me get her back. Um So let's do the pizza order one and then we will Then we will end this episode of 
the Odie Boy Random Show. We are going to do Give Me My Damn Cat Back. So, let's see what your girl Hannah had to say. And... My phone is fucking blue again. Is she doing this shit to me somehow? Like, why does it go blue every time I open Snapchat? And... Sorry. (laughs) Oh, it's like a video. And I have a hammer. I have an abnormally large hammer in my hand. Um... Anyways, thanks for that, Hannah, for the hammer video. So who would be up right now that would hopefully accept a call from the Odie Boy random show? Um, Okay, we got to call Emma because she didn't pick up again. And... Uh... We gotta do a random caller ID. Okay. So we're calling Emma right now, and your girl Hannah is hitting me back up again. Um, she said, Watch the video. I don't remember taking it. I'm pretty sure I said it was one third longer than longer than an average hammer average hammer I was at a party and your homegirl Hannah was there and I found a big ass fucking hammer um oh your girl Emma picked up your girl Emma picked up yes hopefully it did not go to voicemail because that would be really sad so we did give me my cat back Barely. <laughs> Why is this so funny? Here we go. Hey, hi. Who is this? This is Tom. I got your email about finding my cat. I am so relieved to finally get Captain Whiskers back. One. What do you mean? In the email, you said you found my whiskers. Is this? She only Damn it. Well, guys, that was another unsuccessful night of prank calling on the Odie Boy Random Show. So I am going to give up prank calling tomorrow in lieu of the Big Mac review. And then go back at it again on Friday, hopefully, and do the prank calls earlier in the day. Because it's 1030 at night right now, and I think most people aren't expecting a phone call. So, anyways, it's your boy Odie Boy out here on the Odie Boy Random Show.